Hello and welcome to Sam's World and welcome to my first ever podcast. Um, if I start to um, kind of waffle a bit, please ignore me. So anyway, um, first thing I wanted to talk about um, on this particular um, session is about politics and how it affects all our lives. Um, because one of the things that a lot of people believe is politics does not affect their life and their life is not affected by politics and um, this is so wrong because it does affect our lives and if politics is working the way it should do i.e democracy is working the way it should do or if it's not working the way it should that has detrimental effects on how we live our lives from our living standards to our education to our health care um, our working standards um, our living wage savings pensions insurance you name it everything you do within your household if basically is affected by politics right down to when you go to the, the shops and buy your food that all it's all to do with politics um it's just uh, we don't realize it we don't think about it like that um and the cost of the products of what we pay for items or services and i think if more people were to be aware of that um more people would be more inclined to get politically involved and I would like to see more normal, everyday people getting involved in politics. Um, because I do believe that's where the power is. Not with the politicians, not with um, the big businesses and everything. It's with normal, everyday people. It's just that we don't believe that we have that sort of power. And it's amazing. You know, if one person stands up and talks and then another couple of people, before you know it, you've got a society standing up and saying, we don't believe in this or we believe in that. And you need more people to get more involved in politics. And that's one of the good things I love about living in Scotland. We are more politically aware. We are more involved. Our children are genuinely more involved in politics. They're a lot more aware. Even in school, they get more education on politics and how things work. And that's one thing I feel very fortunate about um, living and being brought up in Scotland. And it's, you know, and some of the things that, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's things, some things politically I don't agree with that happens within Scotland but in general we do no bad the one thing I would change was to allow the Scots to have another independence referendum and why would I do that the reason being is with Brexit we didn't vote for Brexit the majority of people in Scotland um, voted to remain um, and, but because of the political um, map of the United Kingdom, 
or the Four Nations. Um, Scotland, no matter what Scotland votes for, it will never be recognised within the UK. Um, we're pretty much a, sp a spare leg on a chair, um, you know, and that's what it feels like sometimes. So I do believe um, we should have more of a say as a country. And at the end of the day, Scotland is a country in its own right. And what's happened is with the, the joining of the Union of the Crowns um, and the Union of, between Scotland and England, um, the, what should have been an equal partnership hasn't happened. Whether it was ever there, I very much doubt, but I'm sure there'll be people out there that would argue differently. Um, but, however, it's definitely not happening in modern times. And, um, yes, as a Scotswoman, I feel as if we're getting a kind of pretty dodgy deal on this one. Um, because Scotland is a very innovative country, very forward thinking, and we enjoy the cultural exchange we have from many other nations and cultures around the world. We thrive on it. Um, Scots are natural explorers. We welcome people with open arms. Um, we like to hear people's stories. We love talking to people. Um, when you come to Scotland, you'll always end up having a blether with somebody. Um, maybe even me. Um, but yeah, we generally love it. And we thrive in it. And we love sharing our culture as well. And our culture has been pretty much, for a while, lost. Um, or whitewashed away and it's nice to see a resurgence in our culture especially within our schools and things um kids are becoming more aware of our lost culture our, our history and it is a shame when that happens because you lose a richness a country loses a richness when they lose their culture and what could sometimes can happen when i view of england um, I've lived in England. I think it's a fantastic country. I have met some fantastic people. But unfortunately, there is people there, just look up here in Scotland, who, if you just get one bad apple, um, it can change the whole kind of dynamics. And the problem is at the moment is the current UK government, um, who are very much out for themselves. They're not even out for the normal working person um, the normal everyday person that lives in England, they are out for themselves, but they're very good at lying and making people believe they're out for them and passing blame onto others, i.e. Um, people coming into this country from other countries, how dare they? Rather than welcome other cultures, what they've done is made England a hostile environment, which is such a shame because England has its own culture which at the moment from what I can see is in the verge of losing its own culture 
because it is so caught up in the self-righteousness and that's a shame because there is a vibrant culture down there and I would hate to see that. The, uh, the moment the, the culture of, and it's not even a culture, it's, I don't know, what would you call it, um, the plague of imperialism is shad- overshadowing their culture and that's a shame and quite sad um, and I hope somewhere down the line very shortly the light bulb switches on and they realise what is going on. However, for up here in Scotland, I would love us to um, have another independent referendum, referendum because at the end of the day, yes, we did have one in 2014 and the people did vote to remain within the UK, but the conditions regarding that referendum um, have now changed you know, this um, specifications have changed. Um, when people were voting for no, it was to remain in Europe. It was, there were certain things that were there and we were going to get more devolved powers within the Scottish Parliament. It was meant to be a situation of best of both worlds, but that hasn't happened. Um, what's happened is, since the 2014 independence referendum, we've also had the EU referendum. Um, which has taken us out the EU and I think if my belief is if we had the Brexit and a referendum before the independence referendum the independence referendum would have had a completely different result people would have voted to leave the, the United Kingdom and go independent um, because a majority of Scots understand the relationship we have with Europe and our relationship with Europe has been there long before the relationship with England and the coming together of the United Kingdom. Um, it, has, it is a historic relationship. Um, yes, I know there'll be Scots out there that disagree who will say, no, we're better off out of Europe. Um, which is fine, but however, I do believe that if we had the Brexit referendum first, if it, the timeline had been changed around, the results would have been different for the independence referendum. And for that reason, I believe we should have another independence referendum because the specifications have now changed. The basis of what people voted yes or no on have now changed and we need to um, address that and that's the adult thing to do that's not having a, a temper tantrum saying oh I want independence blah, blah, blah. that's the adult thing to do and part of being an adult as we all know is sometimes we need to address things um, that maybe um, where how can they say where ideal for that moment in time but situations change time changes um, and it needs to be readdressed and I think people in politics um, need to start um, thinking 
like that as I feel that um, sometimes politics is very, and this is the bit about politics that I don't understand and I don't like because we're all meant to be adults but however they seem to have been stuck in this um, two-dimensional world when it comes to politicians and politics and governments where he says, she says, therefore that's what sticks and we're stuck in this two-dimensional world and that is politics of the past as far as I'm concerned and I think in order to progress and especially the, the ever-changing scope of the world we need to change how we work politics and it needs to be more adaptable our politicians and governments need to be willing to adapt to situations a lot quicker Covid has shown that that if we do things the way we've always done them, nothing changes, you end up with a disaster. Whereas if you try maybe something a bit different, a bit new, there is a possibility you have averted disaster. And I believe politics as a whole should be doing that, especially with Covid and with just things in general. The world is changing. We've got climate change, we've got economic disasters, we've got all sorts of things going on in the world. And we need governments that are willing to be flexible and adjustable to what's going on within the country and out with the country, i.e. internationally as well. And listen to the citizens, because at the end of the day, that's who voted the politicians and, and the government in. Um, and that's where it comes to normal everyday people and that's why I would love for more normal everyday people to get involved in politics. Because um, the more your voice, because at the end of the day, how's a government meant to know what they're doing is working? Or is it working? Or is flawed or needs tweaked or you know, policies need changed, legislation needs changed. They don't know if we don't tell them. You know, um, yes, you might write to your MSP, MP or whoever, but are you right, always writing to the correct person? Because sometimes I think politicians get so caught up in the party stance or they get so caught up in their own stance they forget they're representing a constituency, a body of people. And I think they need, to, I would like to see more and more politicians getting more interactive with their constituents. And I know that's difficult because we are in a world with social media and there is so much abuse out there. But again, that needs to be addressed. That's for a different podcast, I suppose. But I would like to see politicians interacting more with their constituents, actually finding out from the ground what's going on, what's not going on, and what's working and what's not, not working. Um, and that includes the bad stuff and the good stuff. You know, especially if you're, there's nothing worse sitting, watching Hollywood and Scottish government's doing X, Y, and Z and you've got the opposition parties 
and all they're doing is looking for flaw. At the end of the day, I'm of the opinion, if you don't agree with what they're doing, fine, tell them you don't agree. But then give over a solution or what you believe is a solution. Be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Um, and I would like to see that more happening, where you had politicians, opposition from the opposition's parties, standing up and saying, right, Scottish Government, or whatever minister they're dealing with, or Cabinet Secretary, um, I don't agree with, blah, blah, blah. However, have you considered trying this, or have you considered trying that? Maybe we might start to create a different attitude in politics. Maybe then we would start to create a more adult attitude in politics. And maybe then we would have more everyday normal people standing up and taking part in politics, which to me would make it the Scotland a lot better country and a progressive country. We're all we're on the right steps. We are doing things that other countries have not thought of. Um, we do a lot with one hand tied behind our backs. We do a lot, but it would be just nice. And maybe it's me being naive. I don't know, but I just think sometimes a lot of politicians are too busy looking for fault, looking for negativity, and looking for cheap political point scoring, rather than actually running a country. And also as well, because of that, you are more likely to get politicians trying to cover up mistakes you're more likely to get, because it's human nature, if you think you're going to be named and shamed, you're more likely to cover up mistakes, you're more likely to not be as open. Whereas, maybe if we started accepting we're all human beings, and start being adults, life and politics would maybe take a wee change. Then again, you're all, politics is going to always attract the narcissists, I suppose. But maybe, just maybe, we might be able to outdo that and make it a lot more accessible to normal, everyday people. Because at this moment in time, politics isn't even in Scotland where we are very politically aware, there is still a level that we're not having to make politics available to everybody in the big stage. And I think we need to do that. So just want to finish up there. Thank you for listening. And I'll, I don't know, you might agree, you might not, I don't know, but I just thought I would share that because that's been annoying me for the last couple of days. So take care, look after yourselves and hopefully I'll be back soon. Bye.